Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. back Rodriance for the matrix in road show we're going to talk about top gun maverick because moviegoers proved a point over the last four or five weeks that if you put out content that does not have identity politics is not woke and is pro-american people will show up in droves at the box office top gun maverick has passed $1 billion. It is the number one movie of 2022 as of right now. It is the number one movie, and it did so without Chinese box office. $1 billion without Chinese box office is extraordinary. You just don't see it that much. Uh, that's why so many uh, Marvel movies, so many Disney movies kowtow to China because they're begging for that Chinese dollar. Also, it should be noted, Lightyear continued its dramatic decline and uh, it's now at $152 million. So we'll go over this and uh, we'll let you know how bad Lightyear flopped. Of course, it's full of identity politics. It's full of LGBTQ alphabet mob community content. And let's do it. Top Gun Maverick reaches $1 billion worldwide, Breitbart, without China. Baz Ruzman's Elvis Presley's bio, Elvis shook up theaters with an estimated $30.5 million in the weekend. But in a box office rarity, Elvis tied Top Gun Maverick which also reported $30.5 million. They tied for number one. Maverick is back at the number one spot on the box office. That's crazy. Final figures Monday. Once Sunday's grosses are tabulated, which short out which film ultimately won the weekend. With a high degree of accuracy, studios can forecast Sunday sales based on Friday and Saturday business, though numbers often shift a few hundred thousand dollars. But for now, the unlikely pair of Elvis, by the way, that's a period picture. And it finally got some old folks back into back into the theater. I got to be honest, I want to see this Elvis movie. I do. 
But for now, the unlikely pair of Elvis and Maverick are locked in a dance-off or dead heat. That it was this close at all was due to both a better-than-expected opening for Elvis and a remarkably strong continued sales for Top Gun Maverick. The Top Gun sequel reached $1 billion in worldwide box office in its fifth uh, fifth week in release. By the way, it is the biggest movie for uh, Tom Cruise ever. Wow. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Elvis starring newcomer Austin Butler as Presley came into the weekend with expectations closer to $25 million. Among recent music biopics, $30.5 million debut puts the king ahead of Elton John, but not in the same class as Freddie Mercury. Quote, I'm less concerned with who's number one and number two. I'm more concerned that we hit this big number, given that this audience has been the slowest to return to the movie theater. By audience, 60% of the audience for Elvis was over 35 years of age. Older audiences have been among the most hesitant to return to the theaters in the pandemic, but that's changing. In part, Goldstein said, because of Top Gun, which brought back fans of the 1986 original. Elvis, which cost about $85 million to make, was propelled by strong reviews, 78% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, good word of mouth, A-minus cinema score, and glitzy Cannes Film Festival premiere. It added $20 million overseas. Yeah, it's made $55 million total. Okay, so let's go on down. Meanwhile, Top Gun Maverick continues to soar. The Paramount Pictures film became the first 2022 release to reach $1 billion in worldwide ticket sales in the first starring Tom Cruise to do sh- so. I'm still shocked by that, that that's its first billion-dollar movie. In its fifth weekend of release, Maverick dipped just 32%. I mean, this movie has had unbelievable week-to-week staying power. Unbelievable. Just 32% domestically to bring its total so far to $521.7 million in the U.S. and Canadian theaters. It continues to move up the record books, sitting at 15th all-time domestically, not accounting for inflation. Internationally, the sequel has added another, it says $44.5 million. Maybe it means for the week. Um, and let's talk very quickly about Lightyear. Most studios came away celebrating, though Disney's Lightyear dropped a steep 65% in its second weekend. After opening softly last week, the Toy Story spinoff grossed $17.7 million domestically, falling to fifth place. Lightyear, which has made $152 million worldwide, was soon face more competition for families with Friday's release of Minions. Uh, so that next Minions movie is going to put a dent in light year again. Counter-programming came from Universal Pictures. The Black Phone, which, by the way, I hear is freaking great. The Scott Der- Derrickson-directed supernatural thriller, it's actually a horror movie, starring Ethan Hawke, one of my favorite actors, as an escaped killer the Blumhouse production rode strong reviews, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, to a better-than-expected $23.4 million. After two weeks in first place, Universal Jurassic World Dominion took in $26.4 million, sliding the third. It's now $300 million domestically, $746.7 million worldwide. Wow. 
wow, Top Gun Maverick came back and is now beating Jurassic World again. That's amazing. That is amazing. That just goes to show you right there. Look, if you stick to story, if the story is good, you put in good actors, keep the politics out of it. You know, there used to be a lot of patriotism in movies. We used to see that quite a bit. Keep identity politics out of it. Keep the wokeness out of it. Fans will respond. They will love it. We see it with all kinds of content all the time. Okay, even Disney has seen that with their own content. For example, The Mandalorian, not overtly political at all. It's a huge fan favorite with Star Wars fans. But then they come out, do things like they did with Kenobi, and it tanks the product. Well, Lightyear was full of alphabet mob shit, things you wouldn't want to expose your children to, and parents is answered by not taking their kids to the theaters to see that. Again, I got a buddy. He's got three little girls. That was four tickets that Disney would have gotten that they didn't. And he said, normally, Lightyear, they absolutely would have went to the theater to see it. And he said, no, I wasn't subjecting my kids to that crap. That's, that's an example right, right there. They could have brought Tim Allen back, and they could have kept the politics and the wokeness out of it. That movie would have been huge. Lightyear would have been huge. Instead, it's a box office flop. You may hear $152 million worldwide and be like, oh, wow, it's making a ton of money. Except Lightyear's budget was $200 million plus another 100 in marketing, $300 million. That movie will lose money at the box office. Plain and simple. So, tell me what you think, Matrix and Roadshow fans. Maverick continues to kick ass in ways that, like, Cobra Kai kicks ass right now. Stay true to the product, keep politics out of it, and you got a winner. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now. Hey.